Chicago. It's a Frank and D special. Oh, yeah. Brought to you by the two brownest guys in the pod. <laughs> Freaking Deshaun Watson, I can't believe that. Damn it. What up, everybody? It's your boy, D. I'm back. And Frank. This is Around the Cooler, ATC, the fantasy football podcast. Coming to you on this Monday night. No Brady today. No Brady. Where is Brady? Whew. Well, I don't know what he did this weekend, so... Didn't he get his prostate checked or something? Yeah. Still recovering, Still huh? recovering. That might be what it is. Get well soon, Brady. Get well, brother. Well, we're coming at you guys with another week in the books. Another interesting week. It was good to see the points getting scored again. Lots of touchdowns this week. Finally. Yeah, After last week, we needed it. Last week was porous. We're back to business, baby. Frank, what was something that you saw this week that kind of just like, just kind of interesting to you? Okay. So probably the most interesting thing didn't even happen during the games. It happened right before. It was the news coming out of Ram of the Rams camp that Cam Akers was inactive. Again. And on the <laughs> trade block. Again. This freaking guy, dude. And I... Kyron Williams, like we fired him up last week, is the unquestioned running what, back one What there. do you think Cam Akers is doing to piss that team off so much? I bet he's banging McW- McVay's wife, dude. <laughs> Dude, I have no idea, man. It's like as soon as this guy starts taking off from a fantasy perspective, bam, right back in the doghouse. God, he must be a real POS, dude. I don't know what's going on over there. You would think that we would hear some something coming out of there, but like, yeah, I don't know. Sounds like they're they're actively trying to move him. They said this morning they've got multiple trade partners lined yep. up, so I expect his ass to be gone. Dude, well, after week one, Kyron Williams clearly had a a role on that offense, and he was on the field more snaps mm-hmm. than Cam Akers, and he was more efficient. We liked Kyron coming out. Yeah, we did. He, I liked him in college. Uh, do you know where he went? I have no idea where he went. Notre Dame, bro. I know he went to my dynasty team, yes, though. Yes, he <laughs> did. Yes, he did. You're like, I drafted this guy, and I was like, nice pick, Frank. You're like, yep. who is it? <laughs> yep, yep. But, dude, we liked him coming out. He just, he just was so injury-prone Really, last season. Like That's why he barely saw the field. Oh, on top of that, he completely shit the bed during like the pre-draft process oh you know what we actually talked about this last pod yeah remember? brady also asked me where he went to college and i already forgot yeah <laughs> yeah well but um yeah completely shit the bed on the pre-draft process because he initially was looked at as a top five back in that really? draft class and i remember i think his 40 time was awful he like could barely bench 200 pounds i don't know he, he, he was the classic Johnny Manziel. All the case. numbers, like all like the measurables <laughs> didn't line up. Yeah, yeah. But he just looked good on tape. Sure. And now we're seeing it. Oh, dude, he looks electric. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in that same game. Christian the great white rhino McCaffrey. Oh man. Okay. Something that I thought was interesting is my man got every backfield touch. He did. And he looked fresh doing it too. He did. So and I don't know I don't think Elijah Mitchell was injured. I think it was just not even really game script, but they're making that guy a three down back. Yeah. And that's what I love to see. I mean, 
do I expect it to happen through the course of 17 more weeks? I, eh. I hope so. But I can't imagine that he's going to get every carry every game. It just, that's how you, that's how he breaks down. Yeah. And they need that guy, you know? I'm just going to keep praying to the fantasy gods that he doesn't get injured. Same, because I have him in our redraft league, and he's right now the RB1 right. through two weeks. So, Well, to be honest, there's a lot of players that we obviously didn't pray for because there's a lot of guys that got injured this week. Dude, it was like Black Sunday, man. All Jesus. the injuries that I felt like we've been avoiding since training camp and preseason literally all happened this week. The biggest one, cover your ears, producer Dave. Oh. Saquon Barkley. So he got twisted up on a play, and I saw this live. And it looked really bad. I right away, I'm like, the dude broke his ankle. No We're, way. Uh, yeah, I was at work at the winery, and all of us are just pointing at the TV. <laughs> like, yo, look at his ankles. Wait a the minute. They way. got TVs at the winery these oh, days? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, and recliners. Shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you should check out this winery. Oh, I'm going to have to check it out. But it looked really bad. Thankfully, MRI on Monday shows. It's just a, quote, ordinary ankle sprain. What the fuck is an ordinary ankle sprain? Not like, a high ankle sprain, I guess. Not a high. Okay, so just a... Whatever a high ankle one. sprain is, it's not that. So something like just an ordinary person would get when they're walking down the street. Okay. Well, yeah. that's good Like news. if we were running, attempting to run these days, and then we sprained an ankle, that's probably what nice, it is dude. for him. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> did I tell you how um, I played in a softball tournament earlier this year? Oh, God. Yeah, freaking pulled my hammy round in second. I love that, and dude. Oh, my like, God, I'm getting old, dude. <laughs> freaking terrible. So that, dude, that. Yeah. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Well, Thankfully, he's only expected to miss two to three weeks. Yes. So don't panic, Saquon owners. Hang on to your boy. He's going to come back. But he's going to miss two to three weeks, and then I would expect it to be two to three weeks before he gets back to 100%. Right. So you do need to have a plan in place. Ah, man. I don't think you can go out there and just spend your fab on Brita, though, because he's not the he's not going to replace that production. He's not going to replace 75% of it, you know? Agreed. That offense is probably going to fall apart. Agreed. I think I stay away from any New York Giants from a fantasy perspective Agreed. for the foreseeable future. Agreed. And we'll dive into Brita during the waivers a little bit. Spoiler alert. Yep. But yeah, I agree. Per, I mean, he's not near the top for me. Exactly. Yeah. Um, an injury from week one, but we're finally getting some clarification on. Deontay Johnson is going to the IR. I called it. I told you that hammy injury looked like shit. It did. And he's going to miss the, the next four weeks at least. <sighs> George Pickens season, baby. I mean, that offense is terrible, dude. So <laughs> we got the game going on in the background, and it uh, just doesn't inspire confidence over here. <laughs> I glanced at the TV once, and all I saw was Jalen Warren running wild. <laughs> yeah, not Najee so Harris, not Najee, not Harris. any of the receivers. Let's keep it that way. Yeah, that one's Jaylen for you. Warren. That one's for you, Ryan, if you're listening. The handcuff that we all talked about. Yes. God, just yeah. getting time. Anyways, Joe Burrow, yikes, bro. The I mean, maybe there's a reason why this offense has been so bad but prior to this injury. Like, he tweaked his calf. Maybe he hasn't been right since he heard it in the preseason. I think – so they they started slow last year, right. too, before it ramped up. So I don't I don't know if this is a coaching thing, but, I mean, from a, from a fantasy standpoint, like, what the fuck, Joe? Like, get your shit together. He's but torpedoing everybody over there. Yeah, I mean, Joe Mixon is grinding out games just to get 13, 14 points. Not no. Joe Mixon, like not good enough, dude. Like, and he's he's the best fantasy player on that offense right now. Joe Mixon, yeah, that's a problem. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's like fifty years old. Well, excuse me, pardon T Higgins, which we'll get into later. He had a big right, day, but right. um, but cool Joe not being so cool right now. He did tweak his calf. He said it's pretty sore. 
And the coach already said he doesn't know if he doesn't know if he's going to play week three, which is not good for you if you own him because he plays on Monday night. That sucks. So I would start trying to find a backup plan. And he actually is playing Matt Stafford, so I'm going to just throw that out there. Right. Matt Stafford's probably not rostered in your leagues, and he's playing good enough. So I would probably throw Matt Stafford on your your roster, maybe throw down a little fab if you are the Joe Burrow owner and you need that quarterback because Mm -hmm. my gut tells me he ain't going to play, and if he does play, he ain't going to play that well. Right. So um, this was kind of sad. AR-15... His in- concussion protocol. Yes. He had two rushing touchdowns literally before a blink of an eye and looked like he was. this was the breakout party. Yeah. I was um, sitting next to Ben, who owns him in our Dynasty League. Oh, man. And, and I quote, Ben said, this man was on pace for 80 points. <laughs> 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 Which he was. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> he had, like, what, 17, 18 points like, in the first quarter. Yeah, he did. Um, so you got to monitor his status right now. He left... I think he got hit in the first quarter. I think they called him out right away. Right. So we don't really know what the symptoms are at this point, but you just got to keep an eye on him. His status is to be decided this week. Another shitty freaking injury, David Montgomery. This sucks. God damn it. Everywhere. This this one sucks. One of the probably the best high floor fantasy running back through two the first two weeks. Yes. And now uh, all the Jameer Gig- Gibbs owners are like, oh, here we come. Gibbs season. Yep. I'm not I'm not there yet, dude. I mean, cuz Montgomery was gone what the first the s- he was gone what the second half? Yes. I'm like that was your chance, kid. I mean, I think uh Jameer Gibbs ended up in our dynasty league with like four, 13 14 he's points. Ju- yeah, he's just right there. He's just right Basically there. Basically what David Montgomery did with half of the workload. Exactly. So, we'll see. Um OBJ, who cares? M- mild ankle <laughs> sprain. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. But right. if you're playing him, you got a problem. Yep. Yeah. Maybe if you're in like a 30-team league. 30-team <laughs> So this one was kind of weird. Amon Ra, St. Brown. Did you see this game? I did not get to see this game. I was out of the house. Dude, freaking shootout. The game was awesome. but it Which was is ca- weird. It was versus the Seahawks. Yes. And they did the same shit last year. It was the same shit last year, and they did it all over again, dude. Hell yeah. Round two. Apparently, they played each other like four or five years in a row. That's which weird. Is, which is kind of wild. But Amon Ra... I don't want to say he came away with an injury, but he just got banged up during that game, dude. There's a lot of times where he was just really slow to get up, kind of just laid there a little bit. He just didn't look himself. The numbers were there still. And then ultimately, they did pull him out. At one point, he started grabbing his calf, and then I almost shit myself, um, thinking it could be his Achilles or something yeah. like that. Um, they ca- they're calling it just cramps. And ultimately, he should be good to go for next week. Is this guy hungover, bro? Is this why this is this what this is? Were you hung over during this game? Like is, what what's going on, Amon Ra? He looks slow. He's getting banged up. And then you cramp. That smells like dehydration and a long night to Damn, me. Damn, bro. I think you're on to something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but who knows? But th- I mean that's the best news, right? Is this is a cramp situation. I'm a Amon Ra owner in a redraft, so I expect him to be back next week full fledged. He'll be back. Hopefully better hydrated. Uh Garrett Wilson. Go to bed early, Amon Ra. Nothing really I need to you. Yeah. <laughs> Garrett Wilson, um, I mean, if we're just talking injuries, apparently nothing really to worry about. He did leave the game early. I think he left early fourth after he got tangled up on a deep pass. But Coach Salah just said he got the wind knocked out of him, and we're getting our ass kicked already, so there's no reason to put him back in. Smart move. And then lastly, we have Darnell Mooney. Minor knee injury. 
We're still not really clear if he's going to miss some time or not. He did remain on the sideline with his team, and he was doing his best to kind of stay loose and jogging. He's a depth piece, piece at this point, but, I mean, once again, if you're starting him for some reason, then you, I hope you're in a 20- or 30-team league because your team's going to have a problem. Yep. That Bears offense in general is a hot mess, dude. Good Lord. Yeah. We're going to get into some of that later, so. Um, bro, let's crack them. Well, before we crack them, you weren't here last week to talk about your boy. <sighs> we had to go there. We got uh, we got to bring it up, man. Can you we weren't get here. Some, if we knew how to put sad music in. Uh, yeah, this we is where we would it. put sad music in. All right, guys. This is going to be my chance, my eulogy to JK, or as we like to call him, just kidding Dobbins shout out to our boy Chris Chris o music Chris at Chris o. o music at Chris O music on Instagram we actually met Chris um, at the footballers event yeah and as we had a couple beers together just talking shit and having fun and the footballers brought up JK Dobbins who you know I was very high on Chris as our resident Bengals fan in the ATC yeah. <laughs> is not high on him <laughs> so he just <laughs> proceeded to shout just kidding, Dobbins. That guy's a piece of shit. Blah 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 yep. blah. And Chris, unfortunately, you were right. He was right, man. Hit the nail on the head. Hit the nail on the head. I had a lot of stock. You guys know I planted mm -hmm. my flag on J.K. Dobbins, and I'm not going to sit here and just tell you how he had 11 points by the in the first quarter, and he was on pace for this and that, and he looked good. Blah blah yeah. blah. Because at the end of the day, doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. The dude got hurt again. Not an ACL, an, an Achilles injury. Like, who the fuck? What is he, Clay Thompson? Does he tear, <laughs> like, his ACL and his Achilles? Like, Oh, man. You know what's funny is that we thought his first injury was an Achilles on the episodes that we haven't released. Right. And now it actually happened. It's like we, ah, yeah, whatever. Different things. You guys touched. I'm not going to I'm yeah. not gonna beat a dead player and a slash dead horse, but he's fantasy dead. He's NF, real life NFL, like, maybe. Yeah. And... There was the argument of like, this is why you got to pay them. This is why the running backs need to get paid. Well, as an owner, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the owner hat on because like, I'm a fantasy owner. I'm this is why you that. don't get paid, bro. Yeah, because you do shit like this. You get your ACL or Achilles torn. But rest in I peace. I feel. And for our listeners, D did draft J.K. Dobbins all over his fantasy yes, leagues. Yes, dude. Like I he really was where all my in is. on him. And so even when he went down, part of me was like. Good fuck Daniel, but a part of me was like, damn, he he really believes in him, and now his fantasy teams are. <laughs> I already but had to make a move, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to trade for Miles Sanders this week. Anyways, let's get into something happy, dude. Yes, yes. Let's get into. Let's talk about the Rams' offense. <sighs> I think I think we need to crack them to the rebirth of the Rams. To Sean McVay, to Sean and McVay reminding everybody that yeah, they just took one one year teams. off, dude. <laughs> they just took one year off. And he's right back at it, up to his old tricks, producing a number one receiver and a number one running back with our boys, yes. Puka Nakua. The boys we hyped up here at the ATC. And Kyron, spend all your fucking fab if anything happens to that backfield, Williams. Kyron Williams, let's, let's, you know what, we're on Kyron right now, so I'm going to talk about him. We're new, we're new to the industry. The yep. industry being the fantasy football industry. We're trying to pave our way here, and I'm going to freaking say it. We said this was the guy. This guy was our top fat priority. Yep. Go get Kyron Williams. Yep. And look at him now, dude. Cam Akers has two feet out the door. Exactly this what guy happened. Looks like a. And we're gonna dive into him a little bit more. But this guy looks like a bona fide RB one. Yes. Looks like a league winner. 
And then let's go to the other side. Puka, Brady Connor favorite Nakua. Damn, if he was here, he would be shotgunning beers. Dude, you, if you, I thought he got a lot of targets last time. So apparently he broke a record. He did. He set the record for most targets for a rookie in the first two games <sighs> of his career. A record that's been like 40-something years old. Wow. So I did not know that. This one's to you, Sean McVay, and the two young studs. Yeah, baby. And to us. And to us. ATC. For fucking calling it. For calling it. Damn. Kyron Williams is going to save my disaster of a dynasty team that was quickly going down the toilet. Bro, in, uh, <laughs> in Jay's league, dude, everyone's going for him already, dude. If you want two-thirds, Bubba, get that shit out of here. Get out of there, dude. dude. No, that guy's a number one. That kid's a stud, dude. But let's also get into some quarterback studs. Let's do it. Um, We had a handful. <gasps> you know what I liked about this week, though? It wasn't just the usual guys. No. We had a lot of, like... And as I was putting the numbers together, I'm like, damn, dude, there was a lot of just random ass kids that actually balled out. There's got on just on this quarterback list, half of them might be on your waiver. Right. And our um, QB1, Daniel Jones, uh, Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, Jalen Hurts, Joshua Dobbs. Josh who? Josh Dobbs, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 guy was a running back playing quarterback. Damn. And the usual Josh Allen, Geno Smith, Jared Goff. But let's start with Daniel Jones at the top. I was watching this game, and all I could think about was you, producer Dave, and how sad you must be knowing oh that your team God. is going six freaking quarters of just absolute dog shit, no scoring football. I mean, I thought the Chargers looked bad. Like, the Giants were just like, hold both of my beers. But Danny Dimes turned that shit around, came right out of the gate in the second half firing, ended up with 321 yards, two TDs, another 59 on the ground. They came back. Another they touchdown losing, they on the were ground, losing, too. They were losing, like, 20 to nothing or something like mm-hmm. that. And they ended up coming back and winning this game. And he showed you why he was a top 10 fantasy quarterback last year. This exactly, this stat line just encompasses who Daniel Jones is. Yes. And by no means am I saying go out and spend your fab and go drop Joe Burrow for Daniel no, Jones. No, of course not. No. But if you faded, he is the prototypical QB streamer. Yes. Chase those matchups. Like, everyone should have known start Daniel Jones against the Cardinals. Yes. Because the Cardinals are a shit team. Now, for two quarters, he made us look like idiots. Especially after last week. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. When someone shits the bed, go chase them because they're professionals. They ain't going to do it again. Right. Um, But Daniel Jones, I wouldn't say it was a career game, but... Lit it up, baby. that's That's what he did last year, which is why he was ranked so good. And more importantly, he came back against the team you know i granted the cardinals aren't good but yeah from an nfl standpoint yeah, like that's a big that's a big win on his on his resume that's why he got paid the way he did yeah and you know what he, he probably screwed me bro because because <laughs> <laughs> i i have him in jay's league i'm playing uh, i'm playing jay mm-hmm. so we started a new dynasty league it's my cousin's jay shout out jay and dude jay's gonna win the league dude the dude's <sighs> the dude's team is super stacked yeah and i'm over here like uh, you know what i just I don't think I could win at all. Like, my team's very middle of the road. I, I'm already trying to accrue picks. And here comes Daniel fucking Jones. Like, nah, bro, we're going we're gonna to take down the top dog in this league. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So, suck it, Jay. Love to see it, man. So, I think Kirk Cousins had a career day. And, Dave, can you look up those stats? Because 
I've never seen Kirk Cousins play football in my life, dude. And it was on primetime. Right, which is why like they lost from an NFL standpoint. Well, yeah, you knew he was going to lose, dude. Yeah, yeah, he can't win on primetime. No, he doesn't win, but he, he tried his hardest. Well, I think he ended up with four touchdowns over 350 yards. Like, the dude looked really good against a vaunted Eagles defense. 70% completion percentage, uh, 364 yards, four touchdowns, one fumble, but basically had a 30-burger in prime time. You know what I want to see from my quarterbacks? I want to see them keep multiple fantasy pieces relevant, and he kept Jay Justin Jefferson afloat. He mm-hmm. kept TJ Hawkinson afloat. Oh, he made Hawkinson this week. Yes, he is now keeping Jordan Addison afloat. So... If you could continue to feed those three weapons, rest in peace, Alexander Madison, we'll get to you later. But <laughs> but he, I mean, he's he's kind of a borderline weekly start, dude. Yeah. Like, he to me, he's too good to just spend an early draft pick on, but he's right. also not bad enough to just let him sit there on the waiver wire. So, unlike me, if you're nothing like me and you did draft Justin Fields, I did draft Justin Fields, you should have went out and got an insurance policy. I didn't because I'm an idiot and I'm hard-headed like yeah. that. But what the strategy is, you go out and get a Justin Fields and then you pair him with a Kirk Cousins in case something like this happens when Justin Fields comes out flat and Kirk Cousins fucking lights it up, you know? So right. I'm now in a situation where I'm looking for somebody like Kirk Cousins on the waiver. Yeah, so... I don't think he's there, though. No, not in our league. I'm just no. saying, just in general, like yeah. that's the type of player that you should be looking for. Um, from one boring-ass quarterback to another, Russell This one Wilson. might be on your waiver. So this guy, is, this guy, actually, he's not in our main league because remember, my dad drafted him. Oh, shit, that's right. So Russell Wilson finally looking like Danger Russ that everybody loved in Seattle. He ended up tossing three TDs, had 56 yards on the ground, and Charger fans... We're still happy because they fucking lost the game. Yes, they did. But it was, I kind of take this stat line with a grain of salt because it was one, the tale of two halves. Like he completely balled out. He got majority of his points on two chunk plays. He had the big touchdown to to Marvin Mims in the first half. And then he ended up completing a crazy Hail Mary in the end. Which was a bobble. Which it was a bobble, but he's going to get points, though, for it. Yep. He still got the six, seven, eight points, maybe more, depending on your scoring format. Exactly. So while he did, what did he, what did he end up points-wise? 25.9 so in tw- hours. So without, and that, that's not any type of bonuses or anything. That's straight up. So if you, if you remove the one, the two giant chunk plays, one of them being extremely fluky, like, he had another average-ass day. 15 points. Now, what was encouraging was he started picking up yards on the ground. Yes. But... I'm not going to come out here and say Russell Wilson's back. No. Like you feel the same way? No. No way in hell. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. Those two junk plays just junk. And if Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins and Daniel Jones are all sitting there on the waiver wire and I needed a quarterback, it's Kirk Cousins. It's Kirk Cousins because of the show that he supports. Right. And then Daniel Jones. And then Daniel Jones rushing upside. Agreed. Well, shit, man. I don't know anymore. No Saquon, I, I'm, like I said, I think that fucking fe- that team falls apart without that running think, back. Oh, dude, that's a good point. He's that cog. Maybe he becomes a running back, dude. Daniel Jones a running back? I mean, he already runs the ball. That's wow. true. Yeah. Maybe they do do that a little bit more. Yeah. We'll see. It's a situation you got to see. I wouldn't rush to Daniel Jones. I think I want one week to see what the offense does. And I don't think Daniel Jones is anywhere on anybody's waiver. I think he's getting he got drafted probably about 90% of the leagues. Agreed. Agreed. We don't really need to talk too much about Jalen Hurts, dude. Jalen Hurts did Jalen Hurts things, two rushing touchdowns. In, in the, the red, red zone. zone. 
one through the air. That was a nice ball to Devontae, though. Wow, that kid's fast. The kid could sling it, dude. Yeah. Um, Josh Dobbs. Who is Josh Dobbs? <laughs> <laughs> I guess Brady said he's Voldemort. Yes, bro. From he Harry is Voldemort. From Harry Potter. Has, I think he's got there's a <laughs> he's got that thing where he doesn't have any hair. Like yeah, no right. hair like on his head. That's cr- that's no crazy. Hair on his eyebrows. Um, so yeah, he is kind of like Voldemort, I guess. And I remember him. He was on the Titans, dude. He was that kid that That's was bagging groceries, and they picked him up off the street because they didn't want to start Malik Willis. And they did, yeah, and he they ended up starting him over Malik Willis. But anyways, Joshua Dobbs is now on the Arizona Cardinals, and Joshua Dobbs almost beat the New York Giants. Um, and he played. He played super well, dude. Yeah, I he did. Mean, it was I, I think myself and the rest of the world know the Cardinals are the worst team in the NFL, and we expect them to get the first pick. But I'm watching. Joshua Dobbs run a very competent offense. Like, I don't know if that was more of like a, their scheme is working and he's actually doing a good job, you know, playing the field general and moving this ball down the field. Or if the giants were just that bad because he was having their way with them, dude. Like he kept Zach Ertz afloat, dude. Marquise Hollywood Brown had a freaking great game. Joshua Dobbs, which is why he's here. He had a great game, dude. He had like this massive, like 40 yard rushing touchdown. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, bro. Yeah, so if you're a Giants fan, shit, man, from a fantasy perspective, you start anyone versus the Giants at this point. And this reminds me of the Giants from two years ago when you were basically starting anyone versus the Giants. I think I started the Giants D against you. I started the Giants D in a lot of fantasy leagues expecting greatness. I'm going to stand by that. No regrets. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll tell you what, I ain't starting them again next week. Yeah, I'm (laughs) dropping their ass. That's for damn sure. But Joshua Dobbs, bro, what what did he end with, man? I think he had like what twenty four, twenty five points. Definitely. It was ridiculous, dude. And he was doing it with his arm. He was doing it with his legs. We don't know when Kyler's going to come back. Twenty five points. Twenty five points. And yes, they did lose the game. But if I'm if I'm on that coaching staff, I'm looking at that kid. And I'm like, dude, he's good enough where I don't think we need to rush Kyler back. Oh, Kyler ain't playing this year. Oh, he's going to play, bro. I don't think so. You don't There's think so? no reason for him to come back after he just tore his ACL on a team that has no chance to make the playoffs and a team that is very, very bad. I think he's going to play, bro. They only put him on the pup. I just I don't even see any reason. See, this is why the Cardinals are a bad team, because they do shit like this. If they rush back Kyler Murray to a situation that where they're bad, where there's no reason for him to be playing because he's he, he is the future. They're not going to draft a quarterback first See, overall. But NFL teams, I, I feel like NFL teams just don't tank like that. They they just don't outright, like, where they just don't tank. I like, don't think that's a tank thing as much as they're protecting their future. But their future is potentially Kyler. They, they need to know if he has it. And they also need to showcase him to the rest of the league. In case they want to trade him. Because I guarantee I if, the, if they end up with the first pick, they're going to draft Caleb. They did it before. That's how, they ended up, that's how they ended up with Kyler, bro. They had Josh. They're going to ruin another quarterback. Dude. They had the chosen Rosen. Yeah. And then they said, no, we're going to draft Kyler. And yeah. now they have Kyler, and now they're going to draft Caleb, assuming they end up with the top pick. Oh, God. Destroying quarterbacks over but there. But I think Kyler needs to play. Interesting. For my fantasy team, he needs to play. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's where you were going with yeah, this, dude. I had a reason, bro. <laughs> Come on, Kyler. Get back here. I clearly need you. Clearly. All right. Josh Allen. Josh Allen thinks. Back Three to touchdowns. Form. God, but he wasn't running, dude. That's the one thing I noticed. There was multiple times where, like, yeah, 
They're on the goal line. They're on the one. Punch it in, Josh. Nope. Latavius Murray? Why, bro? Like, yeah. So I don't know if he's just protecting himself a little bit, but he had a potential for maybe 30, 35 points. It's just good to see him back. He'll get there. Gino, I think this was a little bit of a, a product of the matchup that he was in. He was forced into a shootout. Yes. But he looked like the guy that was the number seven overall quarterback last year in fantasy. After a tough week one, definitely rebounded. And Jared Goff. Goff at home. You start him. You got whoever your quarterback is. I don't care if your quarterback's Patrick Mahomes. If Jared <laughs> Goff is at home, you go start him. 330, 23 yards and three touchdowns. He did it again. That's that Man, I don't know what it is about those two teams that they just love. They, there's no defense and all offense. It makes for good television. Yeah, facts. We got some honorable mentions, and they're all pretty young. C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. I wasn't overly impressed. I think he was more of a product of the heavy passing volume, but he ended up with over, what, 20 points? Yeah. From a fantasy 24. standpoint. Yeah, I think he threw the ball 50 times, had, what, 380 passing yards. What that, di- what that does tell you, though, as dynasty owners, he's got the ability to put up. It's there. Yeah. Something is there. And here's something that I never saw coming, and I was really surprised because I actually played against him in one of my super flex leagues. Oh, shit. Desmond Ritter. What the hell, kid? <laughs> He's like, man, th- everybody's right. I can't pass. I better learn to run with the rest of I'm my running backs. I'm going to use my legs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want Bichon to get all the credit here. So I'm going to yeah. start running, too. Uh, well, he used his legs, and he actually got in the end zone with his legs. So if a quarterback scores a rushing touchdown and you're in a four-point scoring format, that's always a good day. Speaking of rushing touchdowns, AR-15, like we said, he was on pace for, what, 80 points before he got concussed? 80 points, apparently. And they were – I mean, Shane Steichen's the man, dude. Like, he – That guy's an offensive genius. He's an offensive genius. He knows what he's doing. AR-15 looks in control, dude. And we were talking about it at the winery. The guy's built bigger than Cam Newton. He runs like Lamar Jackson. He has Patrick Mahomes' arm strength. And Jamarcus Russell's football IQ. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that last one just neutralizes everything else, dude. You got to start him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> must start every week. Yep. Must start every week. I agree. Upside's there. And then lastly, Sam Howell, dude. He just he just feels really scrappy to me. Like, he seems like, I feel like he's going to be a journeyman quarterback. Like, he's going to grow up to be like a, like a Fitzpatrick or Ryan Fitzpatrick or something. Like, you're good enough to start, but you're not good enough to be my franchise quarterback. He's very much like the guy that you're streaming during bye weeks. Yes. When you have, like, a Patrick Mahomes or yes. you're an idiot like me who didn't get a second quarterback, and you're like, oh, Sam Howell's right on the waiver. Here we go. But credit to Sam. The Commanders, they're 2-0. Oh. Yeah. Chargers ain't. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Let's move on to our wide receivers. This one made me, made me happy to see my oh. boy – our boy, big play, Slay. I mean, before you even say his name, it was just good to see, forget the fact that we're Charger owners, it was just good to see him, what he looks like when he scores touchdowns. He looks like a god. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the biggest takeaway here. Keenan Allen was the, as of us recording this podcast, was the wide receiver one this week in a PPR format, which mm-hmm. is all that we play. He's always been a PPR god. Yep. He, he's always been the eight for 80 kind of guy. Every fucking week. What's his knock aside from him getting banged up? No he, touchdowns. No touchdowns. Well, this is what happens when you start adding touchdowns to his repertoire. And when you add a fucking competent offensive coordinator 
I've seen Keenan Allen on the outside more this year than I have, I think, his entire career. They're moving him all over Everywhere. the field, dude. And I'll pat myself on the back. I loved Keenan Allen coming into this year because going through training camp, I watched him get hyper-targeted in camp. He's very C.D. Lamb-like of how yes. more you C.D. Lamb in Dallas. Yes, and because he's, he's – what's his face? The previous offensive coordinator just kept him in the slot. Lombardi. Lom- Lombardi. That's right, Joe Lombardi. Anyways, now they're moving him all over the field. He's still Justin Herbert's top target. And, bro, those two touchdowns, beautiful touchdowns. They weren't just little dink and dunks. We're talking 20, 30-yard touchdowns. He's moving all over the field. I don't think this was a fluke. And he looks bigger than he has in previous years. Like, he's finally put some strength on to hopefully he won't get hurt. Yes, yes, yes. So, good for Keenan. 30-burger this week. He was the top dog. Let's go from the old guy to the to the rookie, bro. Hyper targeted again, Puka Nakua. What do I? What he handed what what? Twi- I think fifteen catches, twenty targets. Still no touchdowns, I believe. But this kid, he's a monster, bro. He's basically, I mean, as a Cooper Cup owner, I had to go get him. Twenty targets, twenty fifteen tar- catches. Okay. Nailed it. Yeah. But as a Cooper Cup owner, I had to go get him. I'll tell you what, man. There's no replacing Cooper Cup, but this guy sure as fuck is <laughs> trying his best, fun. dude. <laughs> From a fantasy perspective, love to see it. Now I'm kind of like, take your time, bro. I think I'm good. I got Love Puka to see here. it. But, yeah. but he, the kid did it again. And it was fun to watch that game because I wanted to really analyze, like, all right, how is this kid actually playing the game? How is he getting all of these points? And I got to say... There's nothing that he really does that blows me out of the water. He's very Cooper Cup-like. He's just very Cooper Cup. Runs great routes, catches he everything. Runs, yes, runs great routes, has strong hands. Scrappy. open. He's big. He's big. And he's not – I mean, I was looking at his numbers, and I remember now that he was like the darling of the waiver wire. Everyone was either in love with him or everyone else in the industry was like, uh, he's, just a, he's just a bust. But the biggest thing that the haters kept talking about was how unathletic he was, how he ran like a 4.9 – who cares? Like, but it doesn't matter, bro. Like, you don't need to run a four-four. Like you just need to have good, quick feet this, to run good routes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. Like this is this kid's gonna stay. I think so too. It it's gonna stay until Cooper Cup comes back. A hundred percent. And then you have to. Then he's gonna take a giant hit. But for, I mean, I guarantee everyone. I guarantee he's probably what ninety percent rostered now. He went from two percent rostered to probably ninety percent rostered. That's insane. And he's a must start week in and week out. Right. I. Last week, when Brady and I were on and did last week's podcast, we said the same thing. This guy is was is here to stay until Cooper Cup gets back. He is doing his best Cooper Cup impression, and based on the way this offense runs, he's the guy. Like they're that that ain't going away. They're not going to all of a sudden find somebody else to do what he's doing. You know, to, to keep stroking him off too. <laughs> he Let's did go, it, Puka. He did it against a really tough defense. With an injury. He popped up on the injury report late with an oblique injury. Mm-hmm. He wasn't practicing. We're like, oh, shit, is he going to play? Is and isn't that play? the most Cooper Cup thing you've ever heard? No. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, bro. There's so many so many similarities, I'm, dude. I, I don't want to say I'm racist, but I'm just going to assume he's like Hawaiian. I, is he a Hawaiian Cooper Cup over here, dude? I like, mean, damn. Puka Nupuku Nupuaha. I mean, yeah, I think so. But, the kid, bro, the kid looks legit. Yeah, he's here to stay. I have... Like I said, we said it last week. He ain't going anywhere. What's your? I think I know what Brady wants because Brady touched on how everyone's asking for him. Brady wants a first. 
Is he worth uh, is he worth a first round pick right now or do you right need now to see he's more? worse he's he's worth a first he's worth right it. now because you're at least gonna get because okay well you have Cooper Cup and in the league that you have Cooper Cup you have Puka so I don't know if you heard last week I don't think I think if Cooper Cup come back comes back to play this is gonna be a very Christian McCaffrey situation from a few years ago when he came back and then got re hurt and was in and off and on for the season and then yeah. eventually was was gone. If that happens, you ask for two firsts in Dynasty. Oh, damn. Because you, like to me, elite production of that type of player, you ask for a first-round pick every year that you think he's going to be elite. So Puka Nakua is going to be elite this year if Cooper Cup doesn't play. And if he doesn't play this year, they're going to look at Puka Nakua as being the number one next year. As the replacement. As the replacement and beyond. Because he's clearly showing you he can play that, he could do that role. Exactly. So theoretically, the ask is, you get a first-round pick for every elite year of production you think this kid has. Yeah. I don't think you're wrong, bro. I don't no. know if I pay that price because I'm a little bit more No, but you ask for it. Obviously, you yeah. meet in the middle. But Right, right, right. But I do have him in a couple places, which is nice. But at this point, like, I don't want to move him. I want to enjoy the show. Dude, he's too, it's too much fun to watch him. Puka Nakua, our boy over here at the ATC. Well, from a rookie to... An old man that ATC absolutely shit on all over pre-draft and preseason, Mikey Evans. Still making plays. Still doing it, dude. He's a must-play right now, dude. You're making me look like an idiot, Mike. Come on, what are you doing? 171 yards this last week? Dude, no Brady, no problem. <laughs> it's like Baker's the Baker's better. Ba- is Baker an upgrade? Bro, honestly? <laughs> obviously not. But. Honestly, Hollywood Mayfield? He's got he's got the arm. There ain't he's, no doubt he's there. He's playing like Hollywood Mayfield, bro. Like he, he's had a little bit of a renaissance season. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why Mike's playing so well, dude. Yes. Baker looks good. He's he, always had the deep ball. There's no doubt about that. That was like the one thing he did well, but now he's starting to add everything else into his mm-hmm. into his offense. We're talking I'm talking about Baker here a little bit, but Mike Mike just looks like he hasn't skipped a beat. Dude, it's so, like last year was his down year, and then now he's getting back to who he was. So whoever drafted him in the seventh, eighth round against what we told you, I mean, you got to steal right now. Fuck us, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck us, and fuck you, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Uh, Good T. to see Higgins. Mikey Evans back. Yeah. Sorry. Moving on. T. Higgins, it was his week. Uh, as Jamar Chase didn't do shit, somebody had to catch the ball over there, and this week it was T. Higgins. I think he ended with 28 points. The kid is just super talented, but this is this is the problem with the Bengals' offense. Like, you really don't see both of them do it at the same time. No. So, it was T. Higgins' week. And he got both the touchdowns. And hopefully next week it's going to be Jamar Chase's because that boy is killing me. Yeah. We're going to talk about him a little bit later today. So, here's a new name to the list, uh, which I love because I got him stashed in multiple places. Nico Collins. Not going to lie. I think Brady's talked about this guy, too. And I wish he was here to defend himself. But I'm pretty sure he talked about Nico Collins. Bro, he did. Yeah. He did last week. And he talked about him in the preseason. Yes. Yep. Because at the end of the season last year, you started to see him pop up a little bit more. He dealt with inj- I think he was a rookie last year, dealt with some injuries. I want to say he was a second or third round pick. But, the, and I was watching some of the, the game tape from this game. The kid looks good, bro. He's he got good size, he's got good speed, he's got strong hands, and he's Stroud's favorite target. So I think he ended with, what, 11 or 12 targets, mm-hmm. a touchdown. 
and it was a little bit of game script because the Texans were getting their ass kicked, so they abandoned the run and they threw the ball like crazy. So he actually ended up keep Stroud ended up giving nice fantasy stats or fantasy lines to multiple receivers, but Nico was the guy. Nine targets, seven catches, 146 yards, and a touchdown. 146 yards. So, dude, so this is what I'm talking about. Again, not to get off Nico Collins because, yeah, he lit it up and he's our, he's he's on this list for a reason, but C.J. Stroud producing fantasy number one receivers. Which That's is what you'd love to surprising see. to me because I kind of pegged him as like, I feel like, I feel like he's going to struggle the most from a fantasy standpoint. But we're two weeks into it, and he's already had a solid game. Yep. So, I mean, this team's going to be bad, and they're going to be playing from behind. He's going to be forced to throw the ball, and he's got the arm to do it. So, right. light it up, brother. Yeah. Light it up, brother. And Nico Collins, he's probably 60% rostered. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think he pops up as one of our waiver targets because I want to say he's he's more rostered than not. Rostered. But I can tell you right now, I'm going to start him next week. I've already seen two straight weeks of this, and I'm 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 going to hop on the train. I'm yes, gonna, I'm going to play him next week. Really? Yeah, fucking like that. Over over Amari Cooper. Yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah. That, that <laughs> they look tough over there. So Dave's boy, Tyler the Hitman Lockett, finally showing up for him. The Lions couldn't cover him. Nope. Kind of. What, what were we just saying at the start of the show? When they shit the bed the first week, they don't do it again. They don't the next do week. it again. And Tyler is too talented to shit the bed twice in a row. Agreed. And he ended up getting a late touchdown to kind of do the icing on the cake, but heavily targeted. He was the favorite for for Gino this week. And DK got hurt. That's right. He did get hurt. So, so I don't think he's going to miss time. but Just in this game, though. Yeah. Keep an eye on it, though. I want to see JSN. Right. Boost that stock. Right. CD Lamb did CD Lamb things. He was just dominant. Now, he wasn't shadowed by Sauce Gardner, but pretty much whenever Sauce wasn't on him, he, they just threw him the ball. So he was just taking advantage of that mismatch. Again, it's because they moved C.D. Lamb all over the field. Right. So they physically can't put Sauce on him every time yet. I don't think Sauce is at that level where he follows the number one yet. Right. And so I'm kind of getting conflicting reports like, oh, we shut down C.D. It's like, no, like, whatever, dude. Like, doesn't matter if he shot at him or not. C.D. ate. Yep. So facts. Um, Justin Jefferson, always hungry. He did the usual. I don't own any Justin Jefferson anywhere. He's probably my least favorite player to play against right now. Yeah, because he's doing all of this damage without touchdowns. Yes. So when he starts scoring touchdowns, these top five finishes become ones, ones, ones. He almost had a touchdown, too. He did, yeah. and he fumbled it and cost them a possession, which basically cost them the game. Yep. That sucks. That's tough for the Vikings. And the touchdowns are coming. They're coming. Yeah. And it's weird. Like Bigger games ahead. With the exception of Julio Jones, when receivers go uh, talented receivers like this go on droughts of not getting touchdowns, then all of a sudden one game, three, then two, then one, then yep. two, then one, and then it's just all hell yeah. breaks loose. Don't sweat it. I mean, he's balling out. Oh, 100%. Yeah. The targets are there. The target rate is there. The catches are there. And I, I would bet both my nuts the touchdowns are coming next week. <laughs> We I mean, we talked about this earlier. They're playing the Chargers. They're playing the Chargers. It ain't like that defense is very good. Two touchdowns, 200 yards. ATC playing that flag. Let's go. <laughs> two touchdowns, 200 yards, fucking 15 catches. Yep. And Bubba's got him, and guess who he's playing? He's playing me next oh. week. It's definitely <laughs> happening. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Josh Reynolds for our last wide receiver I stud. I love this one. I love the fact that this offense is so good, it's starting to look like it could sustain two wide receivers. 
Yes. And Josh has looked good. I remember Josh, he was like a borderline flex play with the Rams. That just tells you how mm-hmm. good Sean McVay is at, you know, making your fantasy players relevant. Right. And he's not rostered anywhere, so you might see this name pop up a little bit later. But he had a really good day. Did he end up with one or two touchdowns? Two touchdowns. Two tutties. Nice. Five catches, six targets, 66 yards. He's big, dude. So Might work, yeah. And Jared Goff likes him. Dude, it just dawned on me. They're both on the Rams. Yeah. No wonder. Yep. Okay, there you go. There's your chemistry. There's your chemistry. So don't be an idiot like some people we know and just hold on to Jamison Williams for no reason. Drop his ass and go get jo- Josh Reynolds. Dude, I'm starting Josh Reynolds next week in the dynasty in Jay's Dynasty League because I drafted him. Nice, bro. Yep. I expect another big game. So he's probably going to have five points, and I'll probably get <laughs> fucking dominated again. He'll probably, um, <laughs> you know, quote-unquote bruise his thigh. Yeah. Um, to round out some honorable mentions, just shout out to the rookie class. They're doing it right now. Dude, well, the funny thing is all the rookies on this list are not any of the rookies we like. were highly pumped on. Like, there's no JSN on here. Jordan right. Addison did have a nice touchdown catch, but other than that, we're like, it's Marvin Mims, Tank Dell, Jordan Reed. So, so Marvin Mims... I think he caught two big passes, one for a touchdown. Yep. So it was like two targets, two catches, 120 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Tank Dell, he kind of started to come on in the second half when the game was getting out of hand. He scored a touchdown. He was heavily targeted. And this is what I've constantly been preaching. When you see those little nuggets during training camp in the preseason of, oh, the quarterback really likes this guy. Oh, yeah. this guy had a really good preseason. And now we're into live football. And it's week two, and you see this guy enter the game, and that his success is continuing to translate. There could be something there. And then lastly, Jordan Reed for the Packers. He ended up he ended up scoring, I think, one or two touchdowns. All of these kids weren't drafted in the first round. Nope, nope. These were the second, third, fourth, fifth round wide receivers. We talked we talked on it earlier when the show started, and I'm not talking like this episode, just like the show in general. Like this right. was a very deep wide receiver class, and it's. It's proven it proven to be right. Agreed. And then uh, lastly, Drake London. He bounced back. He scored zero points last week. I think he scored 15 points this week, so he's averaging seven points a game. Welcome back, Drake. Welcome back, Drake. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Running back studs. B. Robinson. And I'm not talking about Bijan. Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson running back for the Washington Commanders. He had himself a day, bro. He did. Anybody who bought stock in Antonio Gibson can safely drop him to the waiver. It's Brian Robinson show there. It's Brian Robinson time. Yeah. Were you a Gibson guy or a Robinson guy? I was a whatever's going to give me a better value at the time guy. Yeah. So I think a lot of the times I was taking Antonio Gibson. And of course it was the wrong one. So... <laughs> Go I figure. was I was the Gibson guy because Gibson had the pass catching chops. Exactly. And we played in a PPR league. Apparently Brian could still also catch the ball. He had two catches for forty two yards. But he looked tough, bro. He was running over guys, jumping over guys, he catching had that the hand ball off yeah. inside the five. Catching the ball in the backfield. Nice. Ended up with two touchdowns. He ended up as the running back one this week. It's he's rostered. He's not gonna be on your waiver wire. Nah. But he's turning into a weekly start. Yeah, and must start. He was probably drafted in the eighth or ninth rounds. These are the diamonds. These are the diamonds we're talking about that win your league. Not any of the ones that we said in the beginning of the year. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Javante Williams. Yeah, God. 
Killing us, dude. Come on, Frank. Alexander <laughs> Madison. Killing, killing us. us. Oh, weird. I have them both on one of my teams. <laughs> Fuck me. Rashad White, though. Rashad Looking White. Looking awesome. Yeah. We'll talk about it. There's him. something there. Kyron Williams. Oh, man. ATC number one waiver grab this week. Looks like a league winning grab, in my opinion. Three down back, brother. Three down back. Heavily used in the passing game, which was, was, which was one of his strengths coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Not to mention... Like we said, Cam Akers was surprised, inactive. Get the fuck out, Cam. No one gives a shit anymore. It's Kyron's house now. Kyron's show, baby. Let's go. And I, I mean, we touched on this before the show. He was barely picked up for a couple bucks in one of our leagues. I can't fucking believe we allowed yeah, that to happen. We draw, and I, we, we kind of touched on how it happened because I know yeah. I know I put money down, but I think the money went elsewhere. Right, to Puka. To Puka, and that's okay. Yeah, I had to do it. I'm not going to pretend, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I made some smart move and got, I just fucking blew that <laughs> yeah. because I was like, yeah, I'm good on running backs. And sure enough, what happens this week? Montgomery gets hurt. God Fuck me. <laughs> so, you know what I loved about this? Once again, he was playing against the Niners. Yeah. And I love, I love how creative Sean McVay is with his players and how he was getting the ball, dude. Mm-hmm. Like screens, wheel routes, you know. Runs up the middle, runs to the outside, and the kid, the kid was doing it all. At this point, I don't want to jinx him. Just don't get hurt, kid. Right. Because this, this, this was his issue last year. Right. He was getting banged up. But if you have him, he is. You have to plug and play him week in and week out till the wheels come off. Dare I say it? The way that they use him reminds me of the way that they use Todd Gurley. God, I was thinking the same thing, bro. And we all know what Todd Gurley did that year on the Rams, bro. I, you know Todd Gurley's hanging in the rafters at my house. Exactly. Yep. So, I mean, it's very early in the game, but this smells awfully fucking familiar from a scheme perspective. Right. And you know what? And maybe that's why they're kicking Cam out, because they tried to do that with Cam. I don't know. I'd go get Cam. Uh, sorry, I'd go get Kyron. If someone just grabbed him off the waiver wire, like, see what, see what he wants. Yeah. You know, before the hype gets too big. Yeah. Jump, I mean, on, the, jump on the train now. Um, sadly, you know, small violin, Saquon Barkley also had a very good game until he just dropped dead when his ankle almost came off. He had a rushing touchdown, receiving touchdown during this furious comeback, but he's going to miss some time. Just at least we're happy. You know, it was good to see Saquon get back to himself and then sad that he got hurt late in the game. So let's just hope that he gets back and gets back quickly. Yeah. But I did. I will tell you, and I will remind everybody, I did say from the top ten running backs that we did predict upon in the early. He was the sketchiest. He was the one that worried me the most. Yeah, and it's coming to fruition. Speaking of top ten running backs, <laughs> when is this guy gonna just leave us alone, dude? <laughs> I don't know, Frank. <laughs> DeAndre Swift. I'll put it to you bluntly. The rest of America, including myself, bench this guy. And you know what? For our listeners, whenever we're, we as, you know, fantasy managers always have like kind of a conundrum. We always hit up our buddies and Daniel did the same thing and was like, what do you guys think? And we all said bench this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God it's not going to bite me in the ass. I just ass. hate Thursday nights, dude. They always screw me over. Yeah. Well, you know who doesn't? DeAndre Swift. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> The man had a career day. Uh, of course he fucking did, dude. And it was it was a weird game, bro. It was. It was a weird game. So Kenneth Gainwell 
late on the injury report with ribs. He doesn't play. In comes DeAndre Swift. Now, DeAndre Swift was the quote-unquote number one on the depth chart. Mm-hmm. You know, throughout camp. Then Kenneth Gainwell comes out of nowhere. They have Rashad Penny. They've got Boston Scott. Like, you literally don't know what the hell Nick Sirianni is going to do with this offense. And all signs pointing towards Kenneth Gainwell. Yes. And then Kenneth Gainwell gets hurt. The signs start pointing towards DeAndre Swift. But you just don't know. You don't buy it. You don't buy it. I didn't buy it. All right? It was supposed to be DeAndre Swift last week. He got, what, two touches? Yep. So I didn't buy it. And I got kicked in the dick (laughs) with the rest of America. (laughs) The dude... The dude had extremely heavy workload. I think he had 170 yards. 78. 178 yards, one touchdown. It was a weird offense. They basically went super old school, and they just ran that like run triple heavy option. I and mean, pound the rock into a. They bit. couldn't stop him, right? This is basically. Yeah. I don't dare I say we know Swift is talented, but this was game script. I felt like I was watching a little kid play Madden. That just kept running the same play over and, and they over could not and over stop again him. because it worked every single time from different formations. Exactly. Yep. And dude, freaking Swift went off. He did. I heard about it too, bro. All the guys at the winery, freaking just yapping. Oh, oh man! Look at you starting DeAndre, benching DeAndre Swift. I thought you got a podcast, you fucking idiot. <laughs> dude, all. All like eighty followers on our Instagram was in our DMs going, "Way to go, dude!" Yeah. yeah. You guys freaking idiots. Well, I'm like, well, you know what? It's DeAndre it was, it Swift. It was us and everyone else in the world, okay? Yeah, it's DeAndre Swift, man. So shut the fuck up. DeAndre I still Sw- beat you. <laughs> DeAndre Swift. I beat good you without him. <laughs> and I know you're listening, <laughs> you stupid idiot. I beat you without him. The scary thing is- Because you that- suck. <laughs> I'm not done, bro. I'm not done. Because you suck. You don't know what you're doing. Oh, my God. You're washed. The sad thing is DeAndre Swift's probably the guy going forward. And so now you're like, okay, I, I should expect some type of, and yep. now the letdowns are going to come. Here they come. So gonna, please I'll, start them next week. Just wait till Kenneth Gay will come back. Start them the week after. Don't forget Jalen Hurts. There was two carries within the one that they didn't give to DeAndre Swift. Right. They gave to Jalen Hurts. Right. I get it. You're all pumped up on this 178 yards. Rightfully so. 78% of America didn't start them. If you're the 26%, start them. I'm happy. I'm glad you did. Start them again next week, and the week after, I guarantee you, he ain't doing that shit. He ain't. Especially if Kenneth Gamewell is back. Yeah. Now you got to figure out who is the guy. Do you think, though, do you think he had a good enough game to where, like, yo, this is my backfield? For now. I think for the next two weeks, or at least, at least next week, at least one more week it's his. And if he comes out and does exactly what I expect him to do, which is DeAndre Swift things, he ain't going to be the guy after that. Yeah. And, you know, and the, the shitty thing is, too, who, because like you said, we talk, we t- we all talk. We're like, all right, who do we play? Who do we play? Yeah, yeah. And who was the guy where I was like, I don't know, like, do I play Swift or do I play this player? I'm worried about the game script going to this place, mm-hmm. playing against this defense. Mm-hmm. Who was that other guy? I said, I don't know if I should play him or him. Uh, it was either Javante Williams or Alexander Madison. Yes, it was actually in the end. It didn't fucking matter, right? Because they all, <laughs> they all <suck. laughs> but it was I. I was Madison. Me, I think I, to me Williams was my plug and play. Yes, it was. I was tossed between him and Madison. And of course, go figure. Go figure. If you would, if you would have started Swift, 
Madison goes off. Yes, hundred percent. Murphy's law, right? Because that's if the it way can't the world happen, works. It will, dude. So agreed, dude. Swift, keep your eye on him. I I will say if Gainwell's out again, it's an unquestionable. You play Swift. Yeah. If Gainwell is gonna play, it's it's a roll of the dice. Yep. CMC next. He just did his thing. Yeah. Although he didn't do much damage in the air, which was kind of weird. But I mean, again, just game script. He was really good on the ground. And Brock Purdy was slinging it other places. Yeah. So, this one's gross. Zach Moss. Oh, God. Ugh. Efficient. I guess. Oddly efficient. Hauled in four catches. It kind of get as a as a Taylor owner. I mean, it might get you a little excited for things to come. So, what pisses me off about this is that Zach Moss sucked completely in Buffalo in what I would consider a much better offense, a much better ran system. Comes over to Indy, dumpster fire. Yeah. Lice it up. Doesn't make sense, bro. Makes no fucking sense to me, dude. So. <sighs> He's a good bench stash for now. Yeah. He's an injury start. I mean, I had Eckler. I lost Eckler. I had to plug him in. That's nice. Got the job done. Right. Our honorable mention, James Cook. No, you missed one. Did I? Bijan. Oh, God, dude. I mean, do we need to go there? I mean, we another already know, bro. Office, bro. Another day yeah, Another day I just day get fired day. up for this. Like, yeah. You saw it last week and again this week, and I just feel like there's still one more gear. If you could do the draft over, how early do you take him? Mm. You definitely take him before shit. Top three. Yeah. JJ, CMC. Bijan. Bijan. He's just been 20 points every week. Yeah. CMC, 25 points every week. JJ, 25 points every week. Eckler, 25 then to zero. Yes. Chase, 18 points through two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Combined. Times two. Yeah. Conversation over, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Falcons, 2-0. Fucking can't believe that. Um, But yeah, James Cook, career day. He, was got, he got a lot of passing work. He looked good on the ground. It was against the Raiders. So to me, he's a little bit matchup dependent. If he's got a good matchup, you plug him in. If he doesn't have a good matchup, I think he could probably go elsewhere depending on what your other backs are. But And I just don't think he's they're gonna feature James Cook. No. You know? It's Josh Allen's offense. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a pass first team. Really quick, the tight ends here. <sighs> not too much to really get excited about because it was just a bunch of the normal guys. It, it was, was the guys that were getting drafted. TJ Hawkinson, Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, Kelsey. Did Kelsey things and scored a touchdown, but he definitely didn't look himself to me. He's definitely still trying to get back into gear, for yeah. sure. Um, Hawkinson, another monster day. Getting traded to the Vikings has been career changing for this guy, <sighs> dude. It's just, he's just been a monster. Like you know, seven to ten targets a game. He got seven catches, eighty-seven yards, two touchdowns this week. It was good to see Mark Andrews return, and it was good to see him return and just go right back to being Lamar's favorite target. Hold on. I have breaking news. Nick Chubb just got hurt real bad. It's... Hold on. God damn it. Oh, my God. This... Don't do I'm that not even going to watch the rest of this. Don't do that to me, bro. Um, I think Nick Chubb's done for the year after I just watched that. And so is one of my fantasy teams. Wow. All right. Frank, so call the show. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Man. That's kind of cool. That's that's cool that I mean it's not cool that he got hurt, but we, we just, broke just broke that, that right on the news while yeah. it happened. That's why we need to do this more on Monday nights while Monday nights happen. But man, well we do have that game going on in the so background. So damn okay, Nick 
Chubb goes down, Jerome Ford is the guy. Oh, baby, Spend I got Jerome fab. Ford. I got Jerome Ford. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's update this real quick. All of your fab to Jerome Ford. <laughs> what do, whatever you have left, spend it. Oh, my oh, God. Or do they bring back Kareem Hunt? They definitely go out and take a look at those other running Damn, backs. bro. I, dude. I, I mean, Kareem Hunt's out there. Leonard Fournette's out there. Kareem Hunt was just there. He knows the system. He knows the system. And you also have him in Dynasty, you son of a bitch. I, God, I, I hate dude, you, bro, dude. I've got both of them. Do you? Yeah. I don't know if in the same league, but I know I know you have them in your league. I've got Ford in multiple places. Let's go. Yep. Let's go. Fuck, that sucks, man. That really sucks. Damn. Yeah, we're filming this as Monday night is occurring, the Monday night games. So George Pickens scored a touchdown. 70 yards. Wow. Boom. Was it a 20-yard out, and then he ran it because there's no way to pick it through it? I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyways, I just glanced at my phone because after you dropped that news, <sighs> yeah, I was, dude, how do you feel, bro? You just you just dropped that live. Felt you're pretty nice. You're dude. Brown Schefter. Yeah, Brown Schefter. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's refocus here. Yeah. Hawkinson monster day at the office. Mark Andrews is back. Eight targets, got a tutty. Hunter Henry, is this guy back from the dead? Dude, you know when he went to New England, I thought that this is the type of stuff we would expect. And Mac Jones looks like he's competent back there. So, yeah. I think with a real offensive coordinator and Bill O'Brien, like he's become the focal point of that offense. Yeah, you said that before the season started. This is going to look more like an NFL offense. Yeah. So. And I think at, when I typed this up, I didn't have what his score was, but he ended up scoring a touchdown. I think he ended with like 10 or 11 targets. I think he had 15 points on the week. Um, Miami Dave. Bro. Hard he's, body started him. He's a, I'm going to say he's a weekly starter at tight end right now. Yeah. And he might be floating on the waiver wire. If he is and you need a tight end, go get him. Oh, dude. Spend like 30% of your fab. And then lastly, Darren Waller. He's playing through injury, but he looks like Danny Dimes' safety valve, even more so now that Saquon Barkley is going to be out. And then as far as some honorable mentions, Sam Laporta, the rookie, another strong day, five catches, 63 yards. He's very likely rostered, but if you do have him, I think he's a weekly starter at this point. Dude, because chances are you you picked him up week one after he got five targets, caught all five of his catches, right? or five of his uh, targets. So, yeah, that's 11 points every week. Double-digit points from a tight end. Something that Goddard is not doing right now. That's for damn sure. I actually had a guy at the winery say he's going to drop Goddard, and I said, please do. What? An because I have Kincaid. <laughs> Don't do that. Zach Ertz from one young guy to one really old guy. Zach Ertz is still doing Zach Ertz things. Six for 56. Boom. Another 11 points. Locked and loaded. That's great for a tight end. That's Sam Laporta's future, Zach Ertz. I'm good with that. Yeah. So let's start, you know, we keep hyping these guys up. Let's start shitting on some guys. I know. We forgot that last week, like jackasses. I'll take the, I'll take the blame on that one. That was do my you, fault. Do you want to shit on this guy or should I shit on this guy? Dude, let me have it on this all guy. Right, all right, because I, <laughs> I know you've got a lot to say about Oh, man. My boy, Justin Fields. Yes. So, as we talked about on draft day during our draft day special, after we drafted our redraft, I, you were very, why did you take Justin Fields? You hate Justin Fields because you have to take the upside where I took him in the fifth round. You're watching the, yeah, it's bad. So, take, I took Justin Fields in the fifth round. He's now giving me two straight weeks of subpar, sub-20 games, which is not bad because I think the first week was 17, and now this week, 14. My team is strong enough where I can deal with that. Luckily, every I've hit on just about everything else. 
But damn, man, if you invested a high value pick on Justin Fields, you're pissed off. And if you're t- and if you were hoping he was going to provide that Patrick Mahomes like upside or Lamar Jackson upside, you're not getting it, not and you're right hurting. Now. Yeah, this is a player that is going to potentially lose your league based on where you drafted him. If you suck at drafting, <laughs> well, no, if you just drafted like a normal guy, like again, I'm not here to hype up my team in redraft, but. I got lucky. I hit on on all everything else. Your team is rolling. Right. So I can deal with this, but if any of those other parts falls apart like David Montgomery, now I have to go look at a position to fill for that. Now I'm like, fuck, if Justin Fields gives me another sub 20 point game next week, I'm in trouble this week. And yeah. that's what that looks like if you're a Justin Fields owner. That's freaking sketchy, dude. And double that with the idea that I'm a jackass and didn't draft a backup quarterback because I'm like, who cares? Fuck backup quarterbacks. Now I don't know what to do. There's multiple strategies to take. We yeah. we, we like drafting the elite quarterbacks in the second round if it, we have a draft pick where the value makes sense. Right. We typically don't draft the middle quarterbacks. Yeah. But in our draft, Fields was sliding, and the mm-hmm. value presented itself, right. which is why you pulled the trigger. This is why we say fade the quarterbacks, because right now Justin Fields is probably sitting at QB, like 15, 16. He's getting outscored by guys that aren't e- that weren't even drafted. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Daniel Jones. Jordan, Jordan Love. Love. <laughs> he's based, I think he's point for point with Brock Purdy. God, man. Just, again, I'm sorry. This is probably killing fantasy team, fantasy owners out there. Like, hopefully you, he turns it around. You got to write it out. But that Bears offense looks terrible. It looks terrible. And you got to write it out at this point. That pick in the, in, on their, in, within their own 20? You mean the screen of the defender? Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. That was tight, dude. <laughs> It's tight. As like now, like, now that I don't own him, I'm like, man, this guy sucks again. He's terrible, dude. He sucks. But again, to your point, you gotta write him out. Yeah, I think better days are ahead <sighs> for your fantasy team. I hope so, and I, I think so too. I think I, at some point they're gonna just throw away the playbook and just start running that triple option again. Tr- yeah, I don't know what they're doing, trying to expand the playbook. Like, this was my whole argument with him is that I didn't see a Jalen Hurts type of jump this coming season or in the future for this player. Like, that was my biggest knock about him. Like, fuck how bad of passing it was last year. It was, can he improve the way that we saw Jalen Hurts do it? And my answer was no. And I don't remember if I read this or heard this on another podcast, but it was touching on, I think Colin Cowherd touched on this, so credit to you, Colin. I know you're listening. He touched on the fact that the Niners were just 100% out on Justin Fields. Wow. You know, th- considering he's coming from Ohio State, prestigious school, the numbers were there, and he was 100% out on... But they were they 100% in on Trey Lance. Yes, yes. <laughs> so before you before you completely tear up my argument, I'll get to my point. The reason why they were out on Fields so yeah. much is because Kyle Shanahan felt like he could not process the field fast enough. Hmm. And that's 100% what we're seeing. Right. Like, he can't go through his reads, which is why he scrambles so quickly once his first read is covered. Right. And it's like, well, like, dude, like they were, they may have been onto something here. Sure. But they couldn't get it right with the other one, though, apparently. Yeah. And that's a, that's a whole diff- other different can of yeah, worms. Yeah, you're right. But Trevor Lawrence, this one hurts me. Oh, um, it does. But he belongs here, bro. I mean, T-Law had a sub-10-point game. No touchdowns, a fumble. That uh, the, game, the game in the offense was just so weird. Like, who thought that Kansas City would come out here and look like the freaking Dallas Cowboy defense. Yeah. Because they did, bro. Like, th- they were shut down. I think this is more so, like, Justin Fields, you're concerned about. Trevor Lawrence, 
bad day at the office. Bad day at the office. Agreed. So for the entire team, that they, they probably showed up Monday and the or Tuesday whenever they're back, and the coach is just gonna like rail them this yeah. week. Yeah, uh, dude, and I'm heavily invested in the Jaguars on multiple fantasy teams. Mm-hmm. I got kicked in the dick this week. Yep. By you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and my team is ass in that league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I had every like I think half the league texted me and like, "Yo, are your players for sale?" I'm like, "Shut the fuck up. Get out of here, dude." <laughs> Mind you, this is coming off the year Daniel just won the ch- D just won the championship in that league. I just won the championship. I had no Eckler. I just lost Dobbins. I don't have Kyler Murray. Like, none of those players are even my core. Right. So, I'm just riding the storm, but I don't want to yeah. get off on a tangent. Tough day at the office. Tough man. day at the office for Trevor and my dynasty team. Anyways, Tua Tagovailoa back down to earth back down to earth this is what happens when you play a defense with a competent head coach it's what happens when you don't play the chargers dude yes you look like an average quarterback he did so super average yeah i mean the team looked good mm-hmm. and i kept i just remember i was playing against Tua, and i'm like please someone put a body on this guy and he looked accurate but you could just tell he wasn't getting all those free-flowing looks like he did against the he chargers. was not he was uncomfortable all was, game yep it was which more means of a there was a competent pass rush <laughs> and this is what i and i think Tua is going to be matchup dependent yes when he has a shitty defense you light that motherfucker up mm-hmm. when he's playing against a good defense like the patriots you temper your expectations right right speaking of patriots mac jones welcome back to the duds bro because <laughs> we all know that career game was a fluke <laughs> Oh, man, if only I would have uh, trusted my gut and not started him in our two-quarterback league. But it doesn't matter. It all, it's all good. He though. still put up 20. Yeah. I mean, Mac Jones had, was a flash in the pan. Like, if you're starting him in a non-superflex league, you got a problem. Oh, 100%. And then our honorable mention, Joe Burrow. Get your shit together. But apparently he's injured, so we don't know if he's going to start next week. Yeah. Speaking of Joe Burrow... The guy who the guy who is his number one target allegedly, Jamar Chase, top five fantasy draft yeah. pick this season. Chris, I know you're listening, so s- slide into those DMs, bro. Tell us what's wrong. Yes, tell us what's wrong. Single digits again for Jamar Chase. Another reason why my dynasty team's so freaking shitty right now. Yeah, but I mean, Chase is gonna go as Burrow goes, and if Burrow doesn't look right, Chase doesn't look right. Yes, and. Chase was kind of bottled up, you know. I mm-hmm. think the Ravens schemed him out of the game, and that's why th- he just kept going to T. So, to me, that's why Jamar Chase is still a tier below yes. Justin Jefferson. Yep. I agree You can't that. scheme Justin Jefferson out the game. I agree. I agree. I agree. This one, interesting. And you know what? He's on the duds list because that's what the stat line sh- said, but mm-hmm. he should have had a way bigger game. He did. But it's A.J. Brown. He did. It's A.J. Brown. I think he only ended up with, what, seven points? Mm-hmm. But he – did he drop a touchdown pass? So I think there was two two plays that happened to him, and they happened one right after the other. They were both to A.J. Brown. The first one was um, a pass interference that didn't, didn't get called, and then the second one, Jalen Hurts just missed him. But both of them were from the same distance – and it was for them to close out the game so Minnesota couldn't come back, and they ended up kicking a field goal. It was like, I think he ended with, what, seven points with a potential for 20-something points. Yep. So he's, guys, I mean, I know we're shitting on these players. you got to play them. Oh, 100%. Better days ahead for A.J. Brown. And then Calvin Ridley, 
also coming back down to earth. The hype train halted this halted week. a little bit. He was. I don't want to say it's not safe to start Calvin Ridley anymore because I think he's still a must start. He showed us mm-hmm. enough in week one. And it just kind of goes back to just being a bad day at the office. It was he a had really weird game. The whole Jacksonville offense, he had a screwed you. There was a pass that um, Trevor made to him in the red zone, and he just didn't get two feet down. He just had yes, just it was got really out. Cool. Yeah, was there was close. a lot of that, dude. Yeah. And I was playing against so. Calvin Ridley, so I was like, oh, shit. Basically, every single, th- you know, he could have had like two touchdowns that day, but he just didn't get feet down. Again, yeah. weird shit happening that game. And uh, Zay Jones isn't really rele- relevant enough to make this list, but he did. He's kind of like a borderline flex play. Somebody started him in our league over Christian Kirk in our redraft, and we I won't. Dude, I started him against you. We won't talk about him. And he did what, Frank? Zero. Jesus Christ. <laughs> An absolute goose egg. Moving on to the running back duds. <sighs> Let me get this one, dude, because this is the guy that I fired up, and after week one, he didn't look great, but he got in the end zone. Alexander Madison. Okay. This is the problem with the Vikings. When games tend to get out of hand, they absolutely throw their run game out the window. And yes, Alexander Madison does have hands, but when we're talking about the passing game, the guy's like fourth on the pecking order there. So he's not going to get his points there. The game needs to be rolling in a running game approach, and he did nothing after he fumbled. And I think a lot of us in the offseason saw Dalvin Cook leave. They didn't add anybody. It was like a moth to the flame, dude. We're like, oh, man, this just this looks beautiful. That's finally, Alexander, Alexander Madison's getting a shot. He's showing us why he was a backup, a career backup for a reason. Mm-hmm. The dude doesn't look right, bro. And I think you nailed it, Frank. Like, when this game scripts out of hand, they completely abandon the run. The Vikings are not as good as their record showed them last year. Oh, man. Which is why they're 0-2. Yep. Their so, schedule got substantially harder this year. And that's it. I'm nervous, bro. I spent I spent a fifth round pick on this guy. I'm I've guilty. drafted Alexander Madison, Javante Williams, all over the place. Yes. I'm worried. Yeah. And so, now we're getting kicked in the dick. And just so you know, I drafted my girlfriend's team and she's expecting she you. she's <laughs> expecting me to win every week. So you try to explain Yo. to a female who doesn't watch football that Alexander Madison's poor play is game script. There's no explaining it, dude. <laughs> Frank's on the rocks, bro. He can't start 0-2. <laughs> I can't. Not literally, dude. <laughs> Your relationship depends on it. Oh, my God. Man. Well, I hope you didn't start Joshua Kelly. Oh. If this isn't the biggest, yo, this guy is not Austin Eckler, I don't know what is. The Titans' D's no joke. Agreed. The defensive line is very good. And I watched that game. And it became very clear they were not going to move the ball on the ground. And the Chargers completely abandoned the run. Yeah. So I will give Josh Kelly another chance. I think Eckler's probably going to miss one more week. The Vikings just (laughs) had DeAndre Swift run the ball up their ass. So I would expect the Chargers to do a little bit more and still lose the game. This is (laughs) in the most true Charger fashion. Yes. So give him another chance. If the Chargers don't let you down as a Charger fan, don't worry. You starting Joshua Kelly in place of Austin Eckler will also let you down. (laughs) Don't start Justin Herbert either. <laughs> Jesus, man. Um, Josh Cheeseburger <laughs> Eddie Jacobs. Bro, he looks slow. Dude, came into camp overweight. Contract holdout. That's what happens. These running backs need to get into shape. They play one of the most physical, demanding positions on the field. And he looks like a guy that it looks like a guy didn't who get prepped for the season. Looks like he's been holding out. Two weeks of single digits. Am I worried? Are you worried? 
I'm kind of like I'm a little worried. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the offense just doesn't look right. Because chances are you drafted a you took a high pick for Josh Jacobs in the second round or end of the first. Right. This is this is grounds to lose a league. Like, granted, this is only week two. I'd say he's got two strikes. If I see strike three, I'm hitting the panic button. Uh, now, now, yeah, you're panicking. Travis Etienne, we're beating this one to death. Yeah. That was a bad game for everybody, so we're going to move on. Damian Pierce. Are you panicking on Damian Pierce? I don't know what to make with Damian Pierce personally. Like, it's a rookie back there. They're going to be down a lot. Like yesterday, they were down, and then they're just like, here you go, Rook, sling it. Shit, didn't see that coming. Yeah. So now that I'm like seeing how they're approaching these types of games, yeah, I'm going to be worried because I think Damian Pierce is going to be, they're going to basically throw him to the... He's the, touchdown uh, dependent. He's touchdown dependent and game script dependent. If the game isn't close, they're just going to hand the ball to the Rook and say, make it happen. Yeah. Because he's, he, he's already done it. And the team's not good. The line's not good. I mean, he got picked in the fourth, fifth, sixth round. Doesn't look good, bro. I luckily stayed away from Damian Pierce in a Same. lot of leagues. Same. And just... Because I was nervous, dude. Yeah. I don't really like offenses that are run by rookie quarterbacks. Right. Like, theoretically, they should lean on the run game. But teams don't lean on the run if they're getting blown out every week. Right. So. Moving on here, A.J. Dillon, he is not Aaron Jones. Oh. <sighs> And then Javante Williams. He's been a breakout player. I do own a lot of Javante Williams. And he just oddly wasn't part of the game script. I watched this game. He didn't see the big workload. The first drive, feeding him the ball. Bam, bam, like six-yard run, seven-yard run, eight-yard run, big pass. Now they're on the goal line. Touchdown, Javante. Wait a minute. That's not Javante. That's some rookie named McLaughlin. That was super freaking weird. Like, like did Va- Deva- Javante had to take a piss or something? Like, that yeah. was totally his drive. Why'd you take him out of the field and put a smaller guy in? But alas, he didn't, sc- he didn't get that touchdown. He didn't get the passing volume. They were moving the ball through the air. And then they were trailing, and he just kind of got worked out of the game. That sucks, man. So... He's also looking touchdown dependent. And I do think Javante is going to really come on in the second half of the year. I think he is. It's starting to show he's still working his way back a little bit. I guess that's kind of what we were talking about, that, that maybe this is going to happen. So, yeah. And to close it out, let's do a two-for-one special <laughs> and just say the Jets. The Jets. Yeah. <laughs> the Jets. The both Jets, those running backs. Both the running backs. Dalvin had .2 points. Brees had .9. That offense is a complete dumpster fire. They couldn't get 10 yards rushing either of those running backs. I love Brees Hall, and I do think he he will become relevant near the second half of the year still. But God damn, dude, like that offense looks terrible. Absolutely terrible. You know who else looks terrible? <laughs> oh, man. Please tell me, dude. <laughs> Brady, this one's for you. Kyle Pitts, dude. <laughs> So when I get home from recording this, I'm going to go back to my phone. I'm going to click on your team, and I'm going to redact redact the actual decent trade I sent you, and I'm going to offer you a fifth-round pick for Kyle Pitts because oh, that's basically man. his value right now. I just love how in on our notes here we just have Kyle Pitts, L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L. <laughs> like, he's a joke, dude. He's, he's a, a joke, joke at this dude. point. You can't start this and guy. And I for sure thought, like, oh, this is the week I'm playing against Kyle Pitts in multiple leagues. This is his breakout. And you know what? 
you can't start this is this is now this is now no longer a fluke listeners like again we have beat this fucking dead horse to absolute i don't even know what's further than death but the guy is the guy is not who he is. Yeah. Do not draft him. Stay away from him. Trade him for anything you can get. Drop him to the waiver for God's sakes, dude. Like this guy is not is gonna lose Drop you him. lose you week in and week out games. Drop him. Some idiot's gonna pick him up, and then now he's their problem. Yep. Yeah. Kyle Pitts or Zach Ertz. Kyle Pitts over or Sam Laporta. Kyle Pitts over Dalton Kincaid. Kyle Pitts over your mom. Like, like I'm drafting your mom every single time. I'm playing your mom. Yeah. Yep. Hundred percent, dude. Dra- draft a pick up an offensive lineman who's more likely to get a goal line pass than Kyle Pitts, dude. Hundred <laughs> percent. Moving on, George Kittle. It's become very clear when everyone's healthy, he's the fourth or fifth option. And yep. as a George Kittle owner, I'm concerned. Oh, I'm very concerned. The yeah. offense is firing, and he's not and involved. He's not exactly. So, I th- I feel like you you kind of have to start him. At this point, do you think okay? Do you feel that way because he's more of the name George Kittle, or are you worried that you have to start him because if he blows up and he's on your bench, you look like a jackass? It's kind of the latter. Yeah, because for every bad game he has, he'll drop thirty. Right. And at this point, you probably spend a fourth or fifth round pick. You probably don't have a good insurance option. Right. So you're kind of stuck. See, but now we're two weeks in, and say he has a good week next week, right? Yeah. And then he's two bad games one week. So now for every two bad games, he has one good week. See, like, but, but this is what George Kittle does, dude. Ah, like, this is George Kittle. Like, if you drafted George Kittle, you knew this was coming, and he's just right. doing he's doing what we thought. Well, um, I, you got hurt, right? Yeah. I don't know if he's going to miss time, though. Okay. That's what I was worried about. I was concerned about. So maybe if he does miss time, George Kittle moves up that pecking order. But who the hell knows, dude? Yeah. And lastly, Tyler Higby, another quiet game. Three for twelve. Everything's going through Puka, which is a, which is basically Cooper Cup. I thought with Cup being out, Higby would be the go-to because he's shown us that in the past. Yes. But apparently, well, they don't. They have a Cooper Cup. He's just Hawaiian now. Yeah, dude. exactly. <laughs> everything's going through Puka, so you could probably drop Higby. Yeah. At you, this point, it's uh, it's obvious the ball is not going to Higby. It's going to Cooper Cup, aka Puka Nakua. Or yep. Kyron Williams, because Kyron Williams is also catching balls at the backfield now. Damn straight. We love ourselves some Kyron. Hey, um, Frank, let's hammer out these waiver wire guys. Let's do it, man. So, who we think you should pick up this week? Streaming quarterbacks. Jordan Love. I think the kid he the kid looks like he's ready. Three more touchdowns. I think he's a really safe QB stream at this point. And let's say Burrow's gonna miss some time. Mm-hmm. Go grab Jordan Love. You can start him with confidence, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. We touched on Josh Reynolds, Amon Ra's running mate. Josh, to me, is the best receiver to go grab on the waiver wire. If I agree. You need a receiver. So, real quick, how much, just to Jordan Love, how much percentage-wise? I'm probably 15, probably 10? I'd, I'd say 10. Josh just because QB is so fluid. Like right. Don't blow, your fa- don't blow all your fab on Josh Reynolds, 20? Mm. Probably more 15. 15? Yeah, okay. 15, 15 bucks, 15%. Matt Breida. This seems like the obvious choice. Oh, if Saquon goes down, go get yourself some Matt Breida. Yeah. I I mean, and I'm not going to say don't do it. Just say don't do it and think you're going to get Saquon. No, or even 80% yeah, of Saquon. Let, let I, and I'm going to throw maybe two, three, four, five bucks on this. Same. 
Let your league mates go blow all the fab. Let the Saquon owner blow his fab on Matt Breida. Matt Breida is not going to win him games. Agreed. Zach Moss, he's probably still out there. And he honestly was efficient enough. The team, I feel like, might start pulling back on AR considering he already got concussed because he was basically running the ball at will. And now the kid already got knocked the fuck out. Right, right. So Zach Moss, to me, is probably like a 10, 10, 15 percenter. Okay. Uh, What about you? Matt Breida, I'm in in the same thing with you. Zach Moss, if you're a Jonathan Taylor owner and he's still out there, 15 percent. That's a good point. But again, don't if you're not, don't spend a bunch of money on this guy because he's not going to be there the rest of the year when JT gets back. So we mentioned this guy last week. We did. And it looks like he's still out there and on the waiver wire. To much of your to much of my dismay, I shit on him. I was wrong. Go get this guy. Two two Atwell. Another, another strong, strong showing. Selling. Yeah. Seven for seventy seven. The hard part with two two is I think when Cooper Cup comes back, this is the guy that's gonna take the biggest hit. Yes. So I wouldn't spend a ton of money on him. Maybe four or five bucks because he's probably like a three, four week rental. Yeah, if you've invested highly in the Jacksonville Jaguars receiving core, this is a guy that you might want to go get because he's going to plug and play those guys that are going to be toss-ups every week like Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk. Right. Well, why the Jaguars? Because Tutu's on the Rams. Well, because like if you have invested in Calvin Ridley or Christian Kirk. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're you saying. You see what I'm saying? Got you're it. like, damn, these guys are both going up and down every week. Atwell's more of the consistency that you would expect. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. My boy, Roshan Johnson. So he actually only ended up with two fewer touches than Khalil Herbert. Dante Foreman was a healthy scratch. Mm-hmm. His backfield is now down to two. He's bigger, he's a better blocker, and he's a better pass catcher. This kid is going to take this backfield. It's only a matter of time, right? It's only a matter of time. Go get him now. Is he the next one? The next one to pop this year? I think he could be. Yeah, I think so. I think he could be. So, And I guarantee he might be one of those guys where you don't have to blow a ton of fab on him. Mm-hmm. Like spend a couple bucks if you really want him. He's not in our redraft league because I drafted Roshan Johnson as the last pick in our draft. And I guarantee you're holding him. Oh, I'm holding. And lastly, another guy that we kind of had mentioned, we actually had Justice Sill and Gus Edwards mentioned, but we're starting to get a little bit more clarity with Gus that Gus looks backfield. good. Gus looks like the guy. Yep. So go get Gus as a Dobbins owner and spend him 10 15 bucks. But I guarantee he's gone. He's probably gone. Yeah, already. he was probably already picked up last week. And let's close this show out with some comatose sleepers. <laughs> this so one hurts me. This one sucks. This one might be the one to grab. Yeah. Ty Chandler. Yes. And if you don't know who Ty Chandler is, he is the other running back on the Minnesota Vikings. Whom looked good in preseason. He looked good in preseason. He's looking good when he touches the ball in the regular season. Madison has looked awful. If things continue down this path, Chandler is going to continue to see more touches and may eventually take that backfield. Mm-hmm. So go get him while he's dirt cheap. And the other guy, one of my favorite running backs. I like this one. Tajay Spears. Which was really surprising when I looked this up, and he's still barely owned in many leagues. Where I'm talking, I think less than 15% owned, because he's Derrick Henry's handcuff. Probably one of the more most important handcuffs left. Yep. And he's already very involved in this offense. He saw 10 more touches on Sunday, including touches in the red zone. He that po- is weird. He pops off the screen, bro. And if Henry goes down, which is a real possibility. 
he's going to slide in as an RB1 in my opinion. Derrick Henry doesn't look like himself to me. And I think before we, because this guy wasn't on our on our little script that we have for our show, but <laughs> as I look to the screen, there is Nick Chubb being carted off. And everything that I'm seeing on the screen wow. right now says this guy's done. Yeah. So his backup is Jerome Ford. Jerome Ford. Go get him. And I've kind of glanced at the screen a couple times and it looks like he ain't doing shit. My gut tells me they're going to go get somebody. Oh. I feel like you have to spend your fab on Jerome Ford. Or wait till they sign Kareem or Hunt. Or you wait till they sign Kareem Hunt. You can wait till they sign Leonard Fournette or somebody. Oh, man. Dude. So. You heard it here first. Prayers up for Nick Chubb. Looks like your season is done, as well as one of my dynasty teams. So, damn D. That was fun, bro. That was super fun. Any last thoughts? I just want to <laughs> cry yeah. for Nick right now. <laughs> that was tough. All right, brother. All right. Till next week. Later. Later.